Okay, I'm speaking with Rick Dove. Rick, why is this important? Why are you here today? Well, 2007 has got to be the year that we finally turn the corner to civilize this hog industry in North Carolina. You know, for 20 years now, they've been polluting communities, they've been polluting our rivers, they've been killing our fish, people are getting sick. Um, enough is enough. Uh, the time has come where we have finally got the General Assembly to begin looking at um, doing something substantial to get rid of the biggest problem we have in North Carolina, which is hog lagoons and spray fields. And this is the year we need to finally say to the hog industry, you will never, never, never build another one of these polluting systems in this state. And it's the year we're finally going to come up with some money to help them start to make the conversions. Quite frankly, I think they got enough money to do it on their own. But if it takes tax dollar, taxpayer dollars to get this thing going, at least to get it started, then so be it. But everybody needs to keep in mind that Smithfield Foods, the largest hog producer in the world, who owns most every hog in North Carolina, in the last five years, their net profits have been a billion dollars. That's net profit. Those profits have come uh, from the backs of the people who have to tolerate the stench in the communities. Uh, those dollars have come from the pollution of our rivers and our air in this state, and it's got to stop. So the answer to your question, 2007 is the year the industry is going to finally have to do what's right for North Carolina and begin getting rid of lagoons and spray fields. Great. Thank you very much. I'm here with Dean Nowyucks. Dean, why are you here today and why is it important? The reason I'm here is because... Governor Mike Easley in 2000 said that if it elected, he would phase out lagoon and spray systems within five years. And that is a promise that's gone unfulfilled. And so now it's up to citizens to really hold our legislators accountable to really uh, put a ban in place to phase out lagoon and spray systems and put a date certain to make that, that make sure that that happens. And uh, the industry has just, for many years, gotten a lot of favoritism within the General Assembly with the governor. Uh, it's time for citizens to really come to the General Assembly and demand action for the first time ever. Uh, it seems like we actually have some legislation in both the House and the Senate that can and will be passed. And uh, I think it's just very, very important that we don't miss this opportunity to get legislation to finally uh, ban these systems. I'm here with Gary Grant. Uh, Gary, why, why are you here and why is it important? Well, I'm here with the North Carolina Environmental Justice Network. Uh, and it's important that we be here because the waters of eastern North Carolina are being impacted. And that draws a lot of attention. The surface waters, but people don't talk a lot about the groundwater that is used to run into private wells where most of the people in eastern North Carolina uh, are tapped onto their own uh, private wells. So the aquifers are actually being contaminated from the waste uh, and spray field of the uh, confined hog growing facilities. Also, these facilities are located primarily, especially the industrial ones, are located primarily in uh, African-American communities and poor communities and uh, elderly communities. So it's important that we be here so that our legislators can understand that it's now been almost 15, maybe 20 years, and they've done nothing except allow the industry to continue to pollute the waters and the communities of eastern North Carolina.
Carolina. So uh, Senator Albertson has introduced a bill in the, in the Senate that has passed, and uh, Representative Carolyn Justice introduced a bill in the, uh, the House that will address all of the issues, including helping the farmers to convert to new technologies. And we are here to let the legislators know that we need to have those bills supported. And a Tucker bill that has been introduced to... Uh, uh, that would uh, uh, speaks of capturing methane in order to uh, convert it into energy, and uh, we are saying no unless it's the clean technologies that have been tested and tried. That we must do away with the cesspool and spray fields. I'm with Britt Ritter. Britt, why are you here, and why is it important? Well, it's important for a lot of reasons. Um, I guess my two biggest concerns with it are the horrible effects it's having on the environment and just the injustices that people that surround the hog farms are going through. Um, I feel like if it was, you know, in some nice, nicer neighborhood, this would never be happening. But it's just, it seems to me it's, you know, more than that, it's... um, you know, just politics and not really caring about human rights. And it's just, in this day and age, I can't believe that such a huge issue is still affecting people because of economics, because minority, you know, for reasons like that. And I think it's really important as someone, you know, I'm kind of in between an adolescent and an adult, and I think my generation needs to be a little bit more vocal about supporting things like this, so that's why I'm here. Hi, I'm, I'm with Rav Miller. Uh, Rav, why are you here and why is it important? Well, I'm here because uh, this hog pollution and for the environment. And our environment has been polluted by hogs. I live in eastern North Carolina in Duplin County and it is like a mockery down there. It's stench. And they said we have been through many difficult times but they said it don't smell, it don't don't give off no odor but they they haven't lived there. And I'm, I'm here to see if my children and my cheering children will have clean and fresh air because it is a mockery down there. I'm here with Larry Baldwin. Larry, why are you here and why is it important? The reason I'm here is, a, is actually a couple reasons. Um, as a riverkeeper, my focus, my, my career is trying to protect the Noose River and the hog industry through these lagoon spray systems have been polluting our rivers for way too long, 15, 17 years, that this filth just continues to go into the rivers. So a lot of the focus, obviously, is to try to to stop that, to get rid of these lagoon spray fields. But in addition to what these hog systems are doing to our rivers, we need to take another look at what it's doing to the, the communities in eastern North Carolina. 70% 70% of the hogs in North Carolina are east of Interstate 95. They're in some of the counties that have some of the uh, the lowest income, predominantly black, Hispanic, 
and these people are being forced to live in the area with these hog farms and the stench coming from these farms is, is just it's overbearing um, there are higher incidences of respiratory problems whether it be coughing um, some of the schools they're finding higher incidences of uh, asthma and just something as simple as going out on your back porch and enjoying a glass of sweet tea on a, on a summer evening these people can't do it because they can't stand to be outside the stench is too, is too much and the flies that are associated with this hog waste basically just come and, and run you back in the house again if you leave your car windows down your car fills up with black flies we've got a real problem in two areas the environment itself the rivers creeks and streams the groundwater the air and we've also got the human side of it where people are not being treated fairly they're being taken advantage of they're not being protected technology to do away with lagoon spray fields well the time is it's it's up things have got to change they got to change this year so that's why we're here to support the albertson bill which does a lot to get rid of lagoon spray fields and to not support the tucker bill because the tucker bill would would give a reason to keep these lagoon spray systems in place what is the 51 hours about 51 hours is basically one hour for every day that the um, General Assembly is expected to be in session. I'm here with Amy Schmidt. Amy, why are you here and why is it important? I'm here because I've watched over the last five years um, various people within the state of North Carolina, uh, both scientists as well as regular citizens, try to tackle the issues of water pollution and working with Smithfield and some of the other large hog industries to try to alleviate the, the pollution problem that we, we're, we're seeing from hog waste and seeing that nothing is really coming of it. So I think that bringing the problem to the legislatures so that they can actually see what we're talking about because otherwise they're just really, really too far removed from it. Uh, they don't know, many of them don't know what it's like to live right next door to a spray field. And so with the bringing of hog manure in here tomorrow, hopefully a lot of them will get a, a better understanding of what the people in Duplin County, for example, are dealing with. And so I, we are creatures. It's very easy for us to, de, to live in denial until it's put right in front of our face. So um, activities like this are good to bring the problem home. I'm here today with Naima Muhammad. Naima, why are you here today and why is it important? I'm a member of the North Carolina Environmental Justice Network, and it's important because we are in North, Car in North Carolina. We are dealing with the fact that we have 10 million hogs in eastern North Carolina and only 8 million people in the state. 
and the hogs are situated in predominantly African-American communities and it has contaminated people's well water. The air is just full of stench all the time and people can't, you know, freely enjoy their property anymore. So it has really kind of taken away people's right to enjoy their property, sit outside when they want to, you know, have cookouts. And people living in rural communities normally do that because they like outdoor activities. And the, with the hogs sitting in the communities, it has taken away people's right to be able to enjoy their property and are just kind of free to go outside whenever they want to. Many times community members tell us about how they have to go and negotiate with the air when they want to go outside. They got to check first to see if it stinks. And, uh, and if they're cutting the grass, they have to put on masks. If they hang their clothes on the line, they have to hurry up and get them down before the stench comes because it gets in the clothes and they have to rewash them. Um, but we have many communities suffering as a result of the hog in the hog industry. And we think that they can be better stewards of the environment, but they have chosen not to be. Uh, they get rid of the waste and urine of the hogs in what's called a cesspool, a lagoon. And it's like an open pit in the ground. And it's just sitting out in the communities. And all the stench from the pit, the pit is just going into the air and it's seeping into the groundwater. Most people in the communities, in these communities where the hogs are situated, are on groundwater. And people are on, or I should say, well water. And the people were on the well water when back when wells were being dug about 30 feet deep. And then you get these cesspools being dug below, maybe about 200 to 250 feet down. So it's going through people's aquifers and it's contaminating the water. So now people are having to take on a, an additional expense of buying clean water. And we had one community member who told us that the, her water was tested. The uh, Division of Water Quality came out and tested her water, told her not to drink it, not to let her animals drink it, don't wash in it, not to use it at all. And uh, they put all these test wells in her yard. And, um, you know, but that's sort of why we're here. And in North Carolina, there's been a since 1997. But the North Carolina to get relief to the communities. What we recently found out is not only has it not given relief, but the industry has kept kept up what it was doing, and it has grown even with the moratorium in place. So the moratorium has not served the community well at all, and we're out here because we want to let our legislators know that we're fed up, we're really tired of the conditions in our communities, and we want them to make better laws and, and hold the industry responsible for being a better environment. I'm here with Elsie Herring. Elsie, why are you here and why is it important? I'm here to lend my support to hopefully get legislature passed that would that will phase out the spray fill and hog lagoons. And it's important to do this because it has contaminated our water, it contaminates our breathing air, and it has destroyed the very fabric of communities, community life. People can't sit on the porches or have picnics or open their windows, just do just a little simple, ordinary things that one would figure are God-given rights. And I also have a personal interest in this uh, because my family has lost a lot of property through illegal means to the pork industry. And I would also like to see that get straightened out. Can you tell us a little bit more um, about that? 
my family land, which has been in my family since the 1890s, has been compromised by this industry. They built two hog houses, a lagoon and a spray field on our property. And they've been blowing animal waste on us for about the last 12 to 15 years. And I would love to see that come to a stop. And I would love for us to be able to get our land back intact.